0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF.
1: Welcome anyway, Monday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF, I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch, talk some sports. Seth's going to produce today. The Gator QB, Shane Matthews, alongside after a little R&R, we get you ready for the annual Florida-Georgia tilt. Uh, I, when you look at the point spread, Shane, it's <laughs> hard to fathom that, but
2: 22 points, I guess, is what it was. That's a lot. It is. Uh, h- hard to believe, but that's where the both programs are right now, and hopefully we can go out, put a good product on the field, make it somewhat competitive. You look at what Georgia's done, And what Kirby Smart has done,
1: he's done it through recruiting. He's had some really good assistant coaches. You know, one is coaching in Oregon. You've got – I think the biggest change in that program was the hiring of the offensive coordinator they have now. They were kind of in the stone age offensively, but I think that hire has really elevated
2: them to help get where they're at. Do you agree? I do. I think Kirby might have taken over the perfect storm when he, you know, being, having a, being a former player. But it's not like he took over a program, Steve, that was had losing records. I mean, Mark Rick was winning nine games every year, it seemed like. So the program was pretty stable, had good players. He's just enhanced it to being the top team in America right now. Let's go over what happened to the SEC last
1: week. We'll open the phone lines for you, three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, Russell. I thought
2: you would have on your Joe Namath jersey today.
1: Um they didn't look like Joe Namath yesterday, but they <laughs> did win. The Jets are winning with; they're playing really good defense. They yeah. got some dudes playing. That Quentin Williams is a terrific player, and just enough offense. But then you lose Brees Hall. Uh, the prognosis doesn't look good, but so that bubble may burst. But anyway, um, let's talk about what happened around the SEC. It's amazing what LSU has done mm-hmm. and the transformation. You know, going into the Florida game. There were, You know, LSU fans were even wondering, is this Daniels guy for real? We're not utilizing our, our weapons at wide receiver. All of a sudden, last two weeks, he's been great.
2: Yeah, he's played real well. He's thrown the ball extremely well, very accurate. Uh, we knew he was a good runner. Uh, you know, it doesn't surprise me they beat Ole Miss because Ole Miss was not a seventh-ranked team in America. Uh, but LSU is playing good football now. We'll see. They get a bye week and then Bama rolls into town, or I don't know if they go there, but – I don't think they can beat Alabama, but you know it just Jaden Daniels is playing really good football.
1: Yeah, and then you look at you know South Carolina, uh, Texas. I I
2: can't imagine what it's like in College Station now. It's amazing. I watched a lot of that game, Steve, and give Shane Beamer and his kids. I do not. I do not think South Carolina is very good at all. I think they got a good pass rush. They got a couple of good running backs. Other than that, yeah, I mean they score every way you can score. Yeah, uh, but A and M could be one of the worst offenses I've ever seen in college football. Yeah, they they go through quarterbacks like water. They're always hurt. I don't think any of them can play, quite honestly.
1: And and look, they are young on the offensive line, but this is where I get off on my recruiting rant. Okay. I'm not saying that a five-star kid can't walk in as a freshman and make an impact. You, you certainly can. But when you're asking a lot of them to do that in one year, that's a pretty tall task. And that's what A&M their, – their offensive line is a bunch of five-star young freshmen.
2: They are, and they have trouble blocking. But it just – I'm watching that game, and I'm going, okay, you're having trouble dropping back and throwing. You got the fastest dude in America at tailback. How about put him in the slot and just throw him a little wide receiver screen? Yeah. You ain't got to block anybody for a guy who's supposed to be an offensive yeah, guy, right? They they have no creativity, and there's ways to get easy throws off, and especially to. I mean, they got some dudes at wideout now, Moussin Muhammad. His, his I play with his dad in Carolina. Uh, the other kid, number one, I think we wanted bad, but he's a true. For, I mean, they got some wideouts, but I, I don't know what they're doing. But um, good gracious, they're they're sitting at three and four right now with the highest payroll in America. <laughs> All right, here you go, Shane. CJ, another disaster
1: football year. Why not have some fun? Let Kitna throw the ball to AR. Change that sorry third down situation to let the opponent get a first down on second down. How bad was LSU last year? I don't know what that means.
2: LSU had a better record than we did uh, last year. Um, I don't even know how to answer But
1: remember... It. It was a fire sale because of what happened with Orgeron. That whole program was in shambles, and but they did have some dudes. Yeah,
2: you know, they got maybe the best wide receiving core in America. I mean, in the uh, SEC. And Brian Kelly's a good coach. Yeah, let's just call it like it is. And he went to the for
1: everybody who wants to know at least partially what the formula is to get better in a hurry. Look at LSU. Almost their entire secondary, Shainer transfers. Yeah, who come in and played right away.
2: Yeah, and their quarterback's playing efficient football. He's consistent. You know, I, I don't know if you saw his post game press conference. I, it was interesting. He basically said, and and I tried to tell some of my friends this because they they thought we were going to walk all over LSU. I said, look, that Tennessee score was skewed. They 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 had some miscues on on uh, their special teams, but Brian Kelly even said it. He goes. We went for it more than we should have on fourth downs. I cost our team. If you watch the tape, Tennessee may be better than us, but they're not better than us according to the score. Yeah, and they even had another muffed kick in Florida game, yeah. but they overcame it. Uh, let's see.
1: Mark says, I was at both the 90 and 91 Florida-Georgia game. Can't remember which year it was. You threw a ball to Monty Duncan right in front of our seats. He turned it up the sideline for a
2: touchdown. Do you recall that play? Uh, I think it was Monty Duncan. I think he's talking about, that would have been in 1990. I threw a a basic flat route to Alonzo Sullivan. He turned it into like a 65-yard touchdown.
1: Okay, so hopefully that's
2: the play you are talking about. Um, Let
1: me also, you know, sometimes you, you, you look at a statement at its face value. Because of what Kirby Smart has been chirping about, and I get it if I'm Georgia, right? You miss a recruiting, every other year you miss a recruiting weekend. They don't want the game in Jacksonville. I think that's that, That's pretty understood. Well, both teams released a joint statement. I'm going to read it to you. The annual game between our two universities is an important tradition. At this time, both programs are focused on our current seasons. Typically, both schools begin conversations regarding future games in the series as the last contracted game nears. We anticipate following the that timeline. When those discussions take place, we will consider a multitude of factors, including tradition, finances, future SEC scheduling models with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma, and what's best for both schools' football programs overall. Again, that's a joint statement from Florida and Georgia. That, if you want to read into that, doesn't tell me we really love the game in Jacksonville and want to keep it there.
2: Yeah, it, it doesn't sound like it's going to be
1: there much longer. <clears throat> I mean, who knows? I mean, it, it could be, but just and that's that's not a Georgia statement. It's not a Florida statement. It is a joint statement. Uh, wow, Shane, I can't I can't believe we're where we are here.
2: Nobody I, wants to talk sports today. No, um, but you know, I guess maybe the phone lines are broken. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, I think people are just scared because they know. Well, I told you on my show today I had multiple people texting me on our Titan MR text line that they know how Georgia fans must have felt in the nineties.
1: Yeah. I mean look at the look at the history of the series and you see that. You just do. Three nine two eight two five five you can email s Russell at W R U F dot com. All right, now we'll get some I thought I announced the phone line. Maybe I didn't. Okay, so so now people are calling. So if I didn't, I thought I did, but if I didn't, I apologize. <clears throat> You're gone a couple of days; you forget the routine. Uh, but we're back now. Um, we're trying uh, later on in the week to get you both sides as we always do with this Florida Georgia deal. And it's been it's it's been a series where lately, you know, Florida dominated it, and now Georgia is dominating it. Greg will talk to us first. Greg, hi. Hey, guys. Yeah, I just had a simple
3: question. Uh, Florida has the record for the longest streak of of scoring a point, a field goal, for instance. We haven't been shut out in the country. We had the longest streak for not being shut out. Simple question. Can Georgia shut us out, and will that record come to an end? And I'll listen off air and go, Gators.
2: Greg, thank you. I don't think Florida gets shut out. No, I mean, it's a possibility. I mean, anything's possible, but I'm with you, Steve. to Jay. Jay, welcome.
4: Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, Shane, I have a question for you. So at the beginning of the season, I remember you you saying uh, when LSU played Florida State that that kid, Jaden Daniels, can't play quarterback a lick. Do you think that he has gotten just that much better or do you think that they made a system – seen what he could do and what he can't do and made a system around you? And
1: I'll listen off air. Go Gators.
2: Thank you, Jake. Um, I probably did say that. He did not play well. Now, again, that was year one – I mean, was game one of his LSU career. They're running the same exact stuff. He's just playing well. Um, and quite honestly, I probably shouldn't have said that because he almost brought him from behind. You got to remember – they have what two field goals blocked, an extra point blocked, or or vice versa? I can't remember. Or they win that game. Um, but but he's probably playing second best. Man, uh, maybe the oh man, Hendon Hooker's playing the best. I would put Hendon Hooker and Bryce Young. They're both playing high level football, and I'd put Jane Daniels right behind them.
1: And and sometimes when you go to a new system, maybe you don't know it right away. You're a little hesitant, and I think sometimes, especially at that position, Shane, if you're hesitant, you don't want to make a mistake. So it's what do they call it, paralysis by analysis, mm-hmm. right? You're 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 not scared, but oh, I'm, I don't, I better not make that throw. I'm not. Well, that's kind of what we saw with him. Yeah. And their receivers, I mean, they're really good,
2: and they weren't getting the ball. Well, they also. I'm going back to that first game after the caller was commenting on. I, he was running for his life in that game too. Yes, yeah. they couldn't even get balls off because remember Boutte or Boutte or however he pronounces it now. He's changed the pronunciation multiple times. Remember he had that temper tantrum on the sideline. Yep, and so but no, he's playing at an extremely high level. Twelve twenty eight. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Kevin Keith, get right to you. ESPN ninety eight
1: one FM eight fifty a m. WYUF.
0: Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, the place i purchased my vehicles for a long, long time. I trust them. They're good people, and when you're in business for 40-plus years, that also says something about your longevity and about the fact that people trust you. Remember, when you purchase a vehicle, you obviously are spending a lot of money. You want to make sure that purchase is a good one. You love the vehicle you're driving. It's going to last you a long time, all those things. Well, obviously for 40-plus years, Southeast you have been doing something right. Remember, no new vehicles, just the best and late model, low mileage vehicles. Go online, secars.com. You can check out all the vehicles that way or go see them in Gainesville and you can check out the vehicles for yourself, test drive them and check out and eyeball them for yourself what is there. When you're there in person, you know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. You want to go to the place that has the freshest burgers in town made to order? That place, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries in Gainesville. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Great food, great shakes, great fries, and they support local Florida cattle ranchers. They still feature their great milkshakes like the Key Lime Shake. Outdoor patio umbrella seating is available, too. If you're in a hurry, visit DickMondell's.com. You can order ahead. They're open seven days a week. You can see them on Facebook and Instagram, Better ingredients make better meals at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Fall
5: is coming up fast. That means football, the World Series, and trees. Fall is a great time to get your trees ready for winter. And Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, are standing by to help you with tree removal, trimming, pruning, and more. 30-plus years of experience means even your toughest tree, stump, or debris removal project is no match for the experts at Daughtry Tree Service. Serving Alachua County and surrounding areas. Call today for a free estimate. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all.
6: Gator fans make a fashion statement this season from a huge selection of shirts, jackets, backpacks, hats, and hundreds of other Gator Gear products at the UF Bookstore on campus at the Wrights Union. Gator Gear is among the most fashionable gear you can have. Choose from hundreds of orange and blue designs, plus the largest selection of new Jordan Sideline apparel and Nike collections. In school or out of school, the UF Bookstore is the place to gear up for game day. Wear the orange and blue to every game, indoors or outdoors. Get yours at the U.S. Bookstore. Go Gators!
7: You don't hear much about grace these days, quite the opposite, in fact. We live in a cancel culture that is quick to cancel people out when they make a mistake. Our world needs the message of grace now more than ever before. So what is grace? Grace is unmerited favor. It's receiving something we don't deserve. And that's what God gives to us through faith in Jesus Christ. Every single one of us deserves God's judgment for we all sin. The good news, though, God doesn't cancel us out. Instead, the Bible says he canceled out our sins by nailing them to the cross. That's what makes grace so amazing. And how do we receive this amazing grace? First, admit we don't deserve his love. Then we pray for his forgiveness. Then ask Jesus to take control of our heart and lives. Grace is his gift to us. It really is amazing. This is Bryant Wright, experiencing his grace every day, speaking right from my heart.
8: For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org.
9: There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission.
10: How many times have you looked around your house and said, one day, one day I'll add that pool, or remodel that kitchen, or maybe even take a dream vacation? Here at Radiant Credit Union, we say that day could be today. With our low-rate home equity line of credit, you can access the value of your home to make your dreams a reality. We offer an easy application, low rates, and in some cases, no closing costs. Radiant puts your home equity in your hands. Visit radiantcu.org slash HELOC and get started on your home equity line today. Federally insured by NCUA.
11: There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces, indoor or outdoor, in wall or stand alone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, since 1975. Visit online at woodstoveflorida.com.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
12: A sunny and dry pattern is setting up for much of this week, with dry conditions expected to lead to warming temperatures as well. This afternoon, highs in fact climb into the middle eighties. That's a couple of degrees above average and certainly warmer than much of what we saw last week. Close tonight fall into the mid and upper 50s, with patchy fog possible, especially after midnight, just like this morning. Could be some dense fog by tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, our
13: meteorologist Justin Battlard.
10: Dan Patrick
13: show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> Arizona Cardinals are back uh, ish as they beat the Saints. And then you had a moment where you had quarterback and coach yelling at each other. I thought it was embarrassing that Cliff Kingsbury allowed that to happen. got to be a coach. That, that's not the way you address me. The
0: Dan Patrick show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at nine, right here on WRUF. <laughs> From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators sports scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF.
2: Looking for the best pizza in town? Head on over to Leonardo's Millhopper. The pizza and garlic knots are incredible. We'll have you coming back for more. That's Leonardo's Pizza Millhopper. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Let's get the calls.
1: Kevin, hello.
14: Hey, how you guys doing today? Good, thank you. Uh, my question comes to just the way it seems, is, has coverage changed or just do Gator defensive backs not use the right technique? It seems to me in the past when you had 50-50 balls and you are one-on-one with a receiver, as soon as the receiver looked up, the defensive back was supposed to look up and try to locate the ball. But it seems like now they just try to disrupt the guy as he catches it, rather than try to find the ball. Is that is that like what they're coaching him now, or is it just? Um, it seemed like during the LSU game, I guess it seemed to be about four fifty fifty balls,
2: and knows where, where,
14: where the LSU receiver tipped it that the ball was coming well ahead of time, and the Gator had time to turn his head, but just never did.
2: Um, don't know. I just I know this. We had great coverage against L S U. Their quarterback and receivers made plays. Um it, okay. ha- it happens sometimes. I don't we're not teaching we're teaching whatever. We have the the best defensive back coach in college football. Right. And Corey Raymond. So and I like I've if you've listened to this show, I've had zero problem with our corners. I think our corners have played really well this year.
14: Okay. It just seemed uh just like they never tried to get their head around on the ball a lot, um, especially on the fifty-fifty ones, like they just tried to disrupt it as soon as it hit their hands. Like they would, you know, try to throw their hands up through the arms instead of just turning and locating the ball. That's all. But, all right. Well, thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Yes, sir, Kevin. Thank you, Keith. Hello.
15: Hey guys, uh, two questions. First, I want to say I totally understand our coaches in year one kirby smarts in what year six year seven so totally understand that uh shane would like to get your opinion and i'm not i am not trying to say i want to bench richardson my question is a general question when do we give kitna a chance that's my first question and then my second question and i'll listen to your answers off the air What, what do we want to get out of this week against georgia what are what are realistic expectations for this team? And I'll take your uh, answers off the air. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Keith. The expectations? Just talking about just this weekend, or are you talking about the whole year? For this game. Oh man, um, I will say this: the one thing you can say that these kids on this team have competed and, and played hard. You look. You think back to last year. You had a lot of guys just quitting and not playing. So this team, I feel like is together and it, they're playing hard. Uh, what was his other question about Richardson? Yes. When do you give Kitten a chance or Jack Miller? I think Jack's back. I'm not sure. I, I don't know the answer. I don't think you're going to see either any of them unless there's an injury because of Anthony's the quarterback with the NIL, all that stuff. I think he's he's the quarterback. I've never played
1: your position. Here's what I don't understand in in asking that question. It isn't like Florida's competing for an SEC championship now. Okay? We don't know Anthony Richardson's future. If he still is a first-rounder, I think he'd be foolish not to go. Correct. Okay? But that said, now you're, you're saying take the guy out that a lot of people thought was going to win a Heisman Trophy before the season started <laughs> and put in somebody to see what they can do. Well, then, you're basically saying Anthony Richardson should be benched.
2: Why? It's, 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 it's tough because I think we've talked about this, Steve. You know, In my 14 years, I was on a team that drafted a quarterback in the first round. I think four of those teams, only one of them, Carson Palmer, who didn't play a snap his rookie year, turned out to be a damn good NFL. Probably might be a Hall of Famer one day, with stat-wise. The other three didn't last three years in the league. First-round draft picks. So when they played late in the years, the NFL, i mean, late in the year—the the the team understood why they were doing that, but because it's a business, because you're getting paid. To to do that at college, it's just hard. I hear what people are saying because there's no guarantee, because you hear this all the time on your show, he needs to come back for another year. He needs more reps. He need, there's no guarantee that it, we're not going to be sitting at this point next year saying the same thing mm-hmm. because there's no consistency there. Williams
1: says, The cringeworthy weekly moment, Shane saying our corners are playing well, just not factual by any metric. I'd love to sit down and
2: watch the tape with you. Okay. Uh, Jeff, hello.
16: Hey, gentlemen. Uh, I think maybe the most important thing that happened over the weekend was the announcement that the uh, Cater Basketball um, facilities had changed the camera angles now to feature the Rowdy Reptiles instead of us old um, alums that uh, sat there and, you know, Sipped on wine and ate cheese. I think that's going to help recruiting. I think it's going to help the national perception of um, the our passion within the basketball program. Duke did the same thing years ago, and it's it's created a created tremendous buzz for them and and recruiting advantage. And I just wanted to I'll hang up and listen to what you guys have to say about that.
1: Jeff, thank you. Well, Duke had an advantage a long time ago (laughs) Okay, it isn't like they just changed Cameron and all of a sudden they got good I mean I think they've been good for a long time I think that does help from a television perspective does it help a recruit who's watching on television I think that's way overblown I really do because look you gotta win and People aren't going to like this, but basketball is one of those sports where if you win, they come. If not, you get 5,000 in there. That's how it is. So I don't care if you have the camera directly on fan one, two, and three. If you don't win, fan one, two, or three ain't going to be there, chances are. But, I mean, does it help? Yes, it helps. Dequarius, hello.
4: Hey, how you doing? Good. Um, I just want to – Help Shane out uh, with the people that he's trying to tell him. Just give him time about Corey Raymond. If you watch the Alabama game Saturday night, there was a cornerback that went in the game having played all year. Number seven, his name is Eli Ricks. He played at LSU Transfer. under Corey Raymond. Yep. That's the type of cornerbacks that he go out That's the type of play that you get out of his cornerbacks. Just give it time, people.
17: Okay. Well, the
2: corners, like I said, whoever that, that caller was earlier or emailer, I'd love to sit down with you and you tell me what the corners have done poorly. We have not had anybody running wide open from the the cornerback position, okay? I didn't say safeties. I said corners. And just because a guy gives up a play on a perfect throw and have great coverage doesn't mean he's not playing well. I mean, you could sit here, second play of the game against LSU. Did LSU's corner get burnt? No. He had perfect coverage. It was a good throw and catch. So I think people need to understand what they're looking at. Our corners have played well. DeCarreras, thank you. Tony, welcome to Sports Scene.
18: How you doing, fellas? Good. Yeah. I have a question for Shane. Um, Shane, you're able to watch a couple practices, um <laughs> even up to the season, correct? Yes. All right. Now, one of the things, and I, I've, I've seen a couple practices over the past years, not just at Florida, but different colleges, and my question is, with, with, with them not having as much contact, not, they may have maybe two or three live actions, um, going into the season, um, and don't have any during this, during the season. Everything is so scripted. How do they truly judge personnel who's, you know, because back in the day, it used to game tape, you know, you got graded, you got to grade out the best in a plan. Is that, that still go on, or they just basically use merit of prices?
2: It's a good question. I mean, it's not just a Gator thing. Nobody makes it has contact regardless of what school you go to. There's just no contact anymore. I think when you look at who should be playing from a coaching standpoint in a practice session where there's, you know, let's just take a defensive guy, for example, who may be very physical player, but he can't show that physicality in a practice It's, you know, is he in the right place? Is he in the right gaps? Is he running to the ball? Is he in the right coverage? Uh, you have to look at all the mental stuff and then hope the physicality takes over in a game.
19: Correct. And I always
18: question that when I see guys out there missing tackles, um, on the con, especially defensively, um, and then they just continue to be able to bid the play. And I know, you know, practices are so scripted, You've been there two or three years. You know where to do what, where to be at. All is in practice, but game time—it's it's live action. You—you you can't script that. Right. You, know, you got to be, and I always think that plays a part in coaches—not just at Florida, but all over the country—playing guys that should be playing.
2: Yeah, I mean, you look—you think back to our game against LSU, the last game we played. Did we miss tackles? Yes. Did LSU miss tackles? They missed like six on Anthony's run. They look like, there were some dudes trying to tackle kind of how I would tackle. They didn't want any part of him. So yeah. I hear what you're saying. Tony, thank you yeah. for your call. Here's the other thing.
1: I know that you look at your school and your team. The game is now skewed for offense. Mm-hmm. How many games do you see that are 17 to 10? Nine. So Nine does seven. that mean when it was 17 to 10 that the cornerbacks and the safeties were great? What's it mean? It means the game has now morphed into an offensive game. It's harder to play corner now. It's harder to play safety now because the rules have been changed to allow for more offense. Right. Is
2: that a fair statement? And you know what helps those guys? Pressuring the quarterback. Yes.
1: 1246, time check brought to you by Hayes-Jillery, ESPN, one FM, fifty AM, W R U F
0: Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending Now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Alex Wynn. The New England Patriots face the Chicago Bears in
12: Monday Night Football tonight. The Bears look to get back into the win column after losing their last three games. Tune in to our coverage of the game tonight at 8. On Wednesday night, the Gators softball team faces the USF Bulls in their third fall exhibition game. The Gators beat FSU and Jacksonville in their first two fall matchups. Also Wednesday night, the Gators volleyball squad goes on the road to Auburn for an SEC battle. Both teams hold a 7-2 record in conference play this season. After falling to Alabama 2-0 last night, the Gators soccer team look for their first conference victory as they host the Texas
0: A&M Aggies on Thursday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alex Wynn. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: Folks, Arthrex is the global medical device company and leader in new product development and medical education in orthope- orthopedics. They're committed to delivering uncompromising quality to the healthcare professionals who use their products and ultimately the millions of patients whose lives they impact. And right now, Arthrex is experiencing unprecedented growth. And as an Arthrex employee, you have the chance to be at the forefront of the orthopedic medical device industry. They're hiring now at their manufacturing facilities in Florida, South Carolina, and California. Find out how you can join the team at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com,
12: and you can learn more. International Diamond Center's incredible semi-annual store-wide sale is coming. November 4th, 5th, and 6th, a three-day $60 million event. Extra savings store-wide, plus 36 months zero-interest financing. Get that $2,000 diamond eternity band and pay just $56 a month. Getting engaged? Upgrading your diamond? Looking for that perfect gift? You can't miss this. Best prices on all rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, fashion jewelry, even GIA-certified diamonds, plus zero-interest financing. November 4th, 5th, and 6th at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
8: Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field, That. I feel a lot of confidence and and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her.
7: How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth because It is the best.
8: This
6: is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
20: It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell for my friends
1: at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned, and operated for over 40 years. And on all that time, they've done one thing. They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. The
21: Bash is back at Depot Park. November 5th and 6th. A free music festival celebrating blues, Americana, and soul heritage. Featuring the legendary Mavis Staples. Drive-by truckers. Tributes to Tom Petty, Bo Diddley, and more than 20 other regional and local bands. Enjoy the the best. Local food, art and craft vendors, a beer garden, and a kids' area. Reserve yeah. your free ticket at the bashgnv.com. And to
9: receive special perks,
21: access, and to support local charities, upgrade, upgrade your experience with a VIP, VIP package. For to the Bash Music Festival, November 5th and 6th at Depot Park, visit the bashgnv.com.
20: If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If
22: you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.
5: Fall means more than football. It's also a great time to get your trees ready for winter. Daughtry Tree Service, the tree service people, is standing by to help you with all your removal, trimming, pruning, and more projects. Free estimates. At Daughtry Tree Service, there is no tree too tall. We do them all. The cooler weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the cool fall air. It's hunting season. So save on the off-road vehicle you need. And for bass fishermen, the fall spawn is happening right now. And those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must be go now. now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Enjoy free extended factory warranties on select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now's the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the end-of-season inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at polarisofgainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest and rates determined by lender with approved credit.
0: Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
5: This is the Voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF,
7: the home of the Florida Gators.
2: Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up, start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Elias is producing now. Uh, by the way, for those who
1: don't know, Florida, Texas A&M will be a noon start. That's going to be 11 a.m. Central time. Interesting. Tim, hello.
15: Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hey, Steve and uh, Shane, uh, thanks for taking my call. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, I I see the inconsistencies uh, with Anthony Richardson on offense. With that being said, we're still scoring over 30 points per game. So my understanding is the missing link for success for Florida this season has to be on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I'm in agreement with Shane, uh, with the defensive back coach. I think we've got a win there. Give it some time. Uh, they're going to do an incredible job. So my question to you guys, and I listen on uh, uh, off the air, is what defensive coordinator or coach is available out there right now that you would say if we could add that person to our staff,
15: who would it be? Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you. I, I don't think it has anything to do with coaching. That's my personal opinion. Everybody has their own opinion. So y'all can email Steve or call the show and say I'm crazy, but. Um. No. Well, and I mean, we don't know what coach is available yet either. Right. right? But Patrick Tony has been with him, and they're comfortable, and that's how coaching goes. Steven says, is there a disconnect between Tom Brady and his team? Oh, I'm sure there is. They're not very good.
1: Yeah. Ronnie, tough season. But I take comfort in seeing Miami's face plant. Getting what they deserve for treating Diaz the way they did. Couldn't believe they would negotiate with Cristobal. while well, Diaz was in place. Lost any respect I had for the U. This is going to be another one of those years,
2: not as bad as last year, where Florida State, Miami, and Florida, again, struggle. Yeah, somebody asked me who the best program in the state of Florida was right now. UCF? I don't know. They got hammered by the Pirates. Yeah,
1: and I got—I think they have Cincinnati this week. Yeah. Uh, Chris from TV20, welcome. Hey, what's going
19: on, Steve? Hey. Hey, uh, obviously, uh, your Billy Napier, Tyreek Stapp, and Anthony Richardson just wrapped up uh, their press conference to kind of kick off the week here. You just see, obviously, there's so many storylines about, you know, Anthony Richardson, full circle, first start last year being against Georgia. And he talked at length a little bit about, you know, how he had the jitters last year making that first start. And he felt things went pretty good up until the last two minutes of that first half. Steve, for you, as somebody who's watched this team, and you've watched sports as long as you have, right, we always look at great athletes and we think, man, you know, Jordan or Tiger or Federer, right, You know, they're like robots. They never seem to blink in the big moment. But Richardson lets you in on that moment and say, yeah, I was nervous and sometimes I still do get that way. Is it refreshing for you as a fan of sports to hear that? Or as a Florida fan, is that still kind of unnerving because you want Anthony to be like, yeah, I'm over the nerves. I go out there. I'm focused. And I'm confident.
1: I have no problem, Shane, with an athlete saying I was nervous. I had
2: butterflies. It's what you do to overcome it. If you if you're an athlete and you don't have butterflies, something's wrong. I don't care how many years you've played the game. It basically means you don't give a damn. Good answer. I like that. I like that.
19: And you know and. You know, I know a lot of people right now are talking about you know, the venue site because obviously the, the contract expires next year. there's an option for two years after that. You know this game's been played in Jacksonville for gosh, you know, almost 100 years now. But personally guys, I'm on the side that I would like to see it return to a home and home series just because every other SEC game is, you know. Um, Anthony Richardson talked about the pros and cons of that. Do you guys feel like maybe it's time to go back to a home and home, or is Jacksonville that perfect meet in the middle spot?
1: Look, the only constant is change. Look what's happened to some of the great rivalries. Look what's happened to, you know, the Bedlam's going to go away, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all the things we saw back in the day, not all, a lot of them are gone. If this reverts back or goes to home and home, it would not surprise me because a lot of things like this are going away.
19: All right, well, guys, always appreciate your time. Doing a heck of a job. Look forward to hearing more from you. All
1: right, Chris, appreciate you. Thank you, Chris Pence from TB Twenty. Matt's our Georgia guy. He says, "Tell the Gator QB hello for me." I, he's calling for an upset. Oh. Florida's better at receiver, <laughs> running back, and quarterback. Tell me where I'm wrong.
2: You're so wrong. <laughs>
1: okay. uh, William says your lack of emails corresponds to lack of hope. Pressing fact is not much that can be done to fix our issues defensively. Players aren't good no reason to sugarcoat, until unlike the NFL where you can change up a roster through free agency, no such thing exists. Yes, it does. Oh, yes, it called does. the transfer portal.
2: You look at Tennessee and LSU and Ole Miss, they all added over 25 players.
1: Yeah. He says, uh, I don't believe Georgia has to actually put the ball in the air to win the game. They could just bully ball us if they choose. Um, Patrick says, what do you think about Debo putting a true freshman in the quarterback?
2: Yeah, He may not have a spark, but uh, DJ still their quarterback, yep. he said.
1: And, uh, Daryl quickly, all I want is hopefully be competitive against Georgia and show some progress after the bye week. Hour number two coming up for Sports Scene. Stay with us alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for tuning in. We'll take your questions, calls, and comments. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.
0: WRUF Gainesville U251CG Gainesville From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios We are ESPN 981 FM 8.50 AM WRUF
5: There's nothing like living in gator country especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental. Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at chuckbushautorepair.com. Go Gators!
16: I love the ocean. Me, I love a slow winding river. I love the lake, slick as glass. But
11: nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family.
16: My child. My best friend from first grade.
11: If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the
9: Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Direct Auto Insurance is for uncompromisers. With savings of up to 25%, you too can stop compromising and keep driving. Get a quote today at directauto.com. Savings based on applied discounts and will vary. Terms apply. How you buy can affect price. National General Group, Winston-Salem.
22: Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community with programs like Law Talk Live on the Sky every Saturday at 1030. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 other audio platforms. Meldon Law, the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City.
8: I can walk again, I can cross my legs again, I can wear heels again.
22: After years
12: of living with chronic joint pain, Andrea Southard is now living a normal life, pain-free, thanks to natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics.
8: We tried everything, and my husband had heard the commercial for QC Kinetics on the radio, and he told me to call him and check it out.
12: That phone call changed Andrea's life. QC Kinetics used powerful natural biologics to treat her aching joints. It's high-tech precision medicine that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue with no surgery and no drugs, providing lasting relief.
8: I felt like I was in my 20s again. I could tie my own shoes. Really the little things that you don't think about.
12: Pain in your hips, knees, back, shoulders? Get rid of the
9: pain now. Call QC Kinetics. 352. Four hundred forty-five fifty. 4550 That's 352-400-4550 QC Kinetics 352-400-4550 Welcome to Sports
0: Scene with Steve Russell Let's talk some sports Have some lunch On ESPN 98.1 FM And 850 AM WRUF
2: Silverback Concrete is a family-led team Of heavy concrete specialists That build commercial structure with unrivaled quality
1: Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Alongside the Gator QB, Shane Matthews, I'm Steve Russell Elliott. We'll take your calls, questions, and comments today. Uh, Tony says, Last year, our daughter was born the day before Florida, Georgia. This year, her first birthday's on Game Day. We'll watch from the house at her party. Hope we get to Georgia's level before she's able to remember such things. We wanted her to have the same success against Georgia as a fan as I did during my childhood. Let's say 1984 through 2001, with a few exceptions. Thanks to Shane for helping turn the tide, especially in uh nineteen ninety two. And then Dean says, not to piggyback on referee criticism, but the amount of pass interference witnessed this weekend and not called with a clear line of vision by the refs was incredible. <laughs> Are there no repercussions? They get graded.
2: And I'm gonna say this. I mean there could be a penalty call on every play in football. Thank you. And and look in the interior line and in this back back end. Once again the rules have changed to allow
1: for offensive players to do more. So if a a defensive player has his hand on a guy, it doesn't mean it's pass interference, right? So I don't care if it's the NFL or the SEC. Shane's point is right. The officials are graded, and I can tell you officials have lost their jobs because their grade wasn't good enough. You know
2: what I've never understood? Maybe you know the answer to this, Steve. I'm, I'm a receiver or a running back, tall sweep. You're the defender. I come and I stiff-arm you right in the face mask. Why is that not a penalty? When you touch my face mask, it's a penalty. I've yeah. never understood that. Well, yeah.
1: well. Yeah. Let's get uh, Bernard here. Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve. Hey,
4: how you doing, man? Good. I remember watching this game from home and saying, one day, man, i like to be in that environment half the stadium, Georgia, half Florida. Now I get to go every day. I'm sorry, almost every year. And I'm not down with the doom and gloom, Steve. That's just not how I'm wired genetically. But I want to talk about this series, Florida, Georgia. I do believe that it's not going to be played in Jacksonville every year. I can see where they play Gainesville, Athens, Atlanta, and Jacksonville, something like rotational bases. Steve, I just believe that uh the people with when you have people with have power and they like to use power right now uh kirby smart has gotten george over 50 years uh, in emptiness on the football field and he doesn't want the game in jacksonville annually and he's the most powerful person in georgia right now they give him a blank checkbook and, and the georgia people are going to do whatever they can
3: to, to keep
4: and make him happy so, yeah, the, the game has a short lifespan in, in Jacksonville. It's not going to stay there. I think deep down, Kirby believes that it's, in a, it's in an advantage for Florida. I can remember what Coach Spurr used to say. He said, guys, this game is in Gainesville, Florida. We're the University of Florida in Gainesville, Florida, and we're going to go up there. We're going to bust up to Jacksonville. I think that Kirby feels that Florida – get some unfair advantage for playing in Jacksonville. I'll call you more later on, Steve, about offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and personnel move for the Florida
3: Gators. You have a great day, okay?
1: Bernard, thank you for your call. Ring in Tony. Hi, Tony.
3: Hey, Steve. Shane, what's up, guys? Uh, Steve, our Jets, man, we can't remove that job strap protector for one second, can anybody?
1: No, and, you know, you lose – if if they lose Brees Hall for any amount of time, you know, that's a guy that took a lot of pressure off a quarterback who's still trying to find his way. That's going to be a tough loss if that happens.
3: Let's face it, he was in line to be the rookie of the year, yep. probably hands down. Yep. Um do you do you think that Joe Douglas makes a move? I heard something about maybe Cam Akers or something on the trade market.
1: Might. Um if I mean if they feel remember, the Jets are in my opinion are a little ahead of schedule. Okay? Yep. So do you mortgage, you know, your, if you can get a, a veteran running back for a low draft pick, then sure, go for it. But I don't know that you're going to, you know, give up a lot to get a guy like that. You know, their backup guy's pretty good. He just doesn't have the breakaway speed that Brees Hall has.
3: Correct, correct. Yeah. If you feel, man, at 5 and 2, that you got a chance to make the playoffs, you probably got to go for it right now. Um, hey, quick shout out to Gator Nation for the softball attendance yesterday. It was free admittance to the softball game against FSU, but that was a jam-packed crowd. The Gators took the game five-three. Um, great atmosphere. The team looks really good. Really uh, can't wait for the sticks this year. The softball, baseball teams. Um, hey, quick PSA to Gator Nation with regards to Billy Napier, guys. Listen, Billy is not going to hire an OC. <laughs> he's not going to fire. He's not going to fire the DC. Billy Napier has a system. He has a formula, and he's going to follow that system and formula through the T. And to a certain extent is the reason why he was hired in the first place, okay? It's because he had that type of formula and system, and he was going to follow that. And that's, and that's just the way it is, guys. He doesn't care. honestly, I'll go as far as to say, and this might sound weird, but the record to him really, I, I don't think means that much to me. I think it's all about the system. It's all about the process, like Sabin loves to say. And that's how Billy Napier is. And you know how you know this? It's not affecting recruiting. Every loss we take, our record, listen, the Gators are going to have a good week this week in recruiting. Just stand by, okay? So Billy Napier knows this. They're pretty good recruiters, and as long as they can keep that going and get that elite talent, he's got his system, and he's not going to make these drastic changes that you keep getting calls on. It's just not going to happen, folks. It's not happening
1: this year, and it's not happening next year. All right, Tony. Is guys. Yep, appreciate your call. Thank you. Uh, BB says, not totally unreasonable for our guys to win Saturday with zero Gator mistakes and Georgia turnovers.
2: Oh, we need a bunch of turnovers.
1: Uh, Ole Miss and my undergrad, Mississippi State, are back to an egg bowl with meaning with almost no national implication. Uh, he says, forget cover. there must be a drop-the-punt virus. It's true. Uh A&M's looking real hard at who agreed to Jimbo's 2021 fully guaranteed contract extension. And the Saints are close to being the Aints. <laughs> uh, what do you say about the Egg Bowl? That is not doesn't have national implication anymore. Has it ever? Well, he, in other words, a couple of weeks ago you might have said oh. it might have. That's no, what he it means. means yeah. uh, Gator alum Al says, what do you normally say about fans and the backup quarterback? Everybody likes the backup, but he makes a few throws and the starter screws up. That's what Richardson got on the must get him in the game now mode. He made a few exciting runs and throws last year that got Emory Jones run out of town. Me personally, I wish we still had Emory. He's a better passer and not too far behind him in running the ball. Shane, do you think he would have beaten Richardson out if he had stayed?
2: That's a a great email, actually. I've had people uh, basically on my shows bring that up saying, Emory has better stats, you know, up to this point than Anthony, which is it's hard to compare. They're kind of the same player, just one's bigger, stronger, and faster than the other.
1: Todd says, Shane may be right. Florida corners may cover well enough, but game after game, uh, the cornerbacks don't turn their heads and play the ball. I would contend that chances of an interception increase dramatically if the cornerback can see the ball. I don't advocate benching AR. Feel the offense is scoring enough to win games. However, if we're not going to call more design runs, what's the point of a dual threat quarterback? I think Syracuse came out early with design quarterback runs and marched right down the field to score. Uh did you see what Clemson did when the offense was sputtering? Uh yeah, they put a new a new guy in, but he also said
2: Yeah, it was a true freshman.
1: DJ was still his quarterback. Uh let's see here. Joe? Kirby Smart and Georgia are in the top three in recruiting every year. So why is he whining about the neutral site hurting recruiting? Keep the game in Jacksonville.
2: Well, he thinks it's going to increase their recruiting, but they don't. They want that game in Athens. Now, my thoughts are: if they go, they do that. The the heck with this, you know? Athens, Gainesville, Jacksonville. No, just go home and home. If you're going to do it, Drew says. Uh, not that Shane needs any backup,
1: but you could have Deion Sanders and Charles Woodson in their prime. You'd still give up 400-plus yards a game pass if they had to cover for five-plus seconds exactly, of play. Yeah. It's almost impossible to cover a starting Division One receiver consistently for as long as we're asking our guys to do. Our pass rush is next
2: to nonexistent, the worst I can remember in my lifetime. Again, the, the, the corners are not the problem defensively. I'll just leave it at that. Brandon
1: says, "In what ways would you attack this Georgia team to get a win offensively?" He sees the Gator team losing by the exact spread of three scores. I see no answer for Georgia tight end Brock Bowers could easily have 150 to 200 yards receiving.
2: I mean, I haven't watched Georgia enough. I don't watch the tape. I just uh, they're they're very good on defense. I think you got to take a bunch of shots to you know you got to have to have some big explosive plays to have a chance.
1: Uh, this is from Scott. Uh, he says you he he's he sure you talked to former players. Uh, outside the podcast, et cetera, when they speak candidly behind closed doors. What are they saying about these 22 Gators and what's the temperature of Napier and company from the former player's perspective?
2: Every former player I know loves Billy Napier, likes what he's doing uh, everywhere. Every former player that I've talked with doesn't think we have great talent either, which, you know, there's nothing we can do about that right now. Um, But, you know, I haven't had anybody off the record or however y'all say it, media boys. Huh. Uh you know, I mean everybody has their 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 comments about a timeout or should you go for two, but from just the, the grand scheme of things, uh they're all for Billy Napier.
1: One fourteen time check brought to you by Hayes, Chillery, more with the Gator QB and me and your questions, calls, and comments. ESPN ninety eight one F M A fifty AM WYUF. Gainesville
0: Sports Center. What's trending now on ESPN 981 FM 850 a.m. W R U F
23: Good afternoon. I'm Scarla Cooney. The Dolphins overtook the Steelers 16-10 last night. Quarterback Tua Tungovailoa was back at the helm for Miami, but looked a little rusty after missing three games due to a concussion. Tungovailoa threw four passes that should have been intercepted, while the Dolphins defense asked, defense the sealed the win with two late interceptions. Week seven wraps up tonight at Gillette Stadium as the three and three New England Patriots host the two and four Chicago Bears. Catch coverage beginning right here at eight. At the college level, Gator softball picked up a five to three win over Florida State yesterday. The Gators came out strong with a three nothing lead in the first inning, thanks to three hits and as many walks. The Gators will host the USF Bulls on Wednesday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Scarla Cooney.
0: PN 98 1 FM 850
24: AM WRUF Strong insurers. Call 800-925-1522. That's right. Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and Annuity Rate Report. Both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-925-1522. That's 800-925-1522. Sponsored by Annuity General, producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
1: I've been telling you for a while now about a great local charity, the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palacca, for some time now. And as I knew you would, Gator Nations responded admirably to help out. And we thank you for that. Road Heaver Boys Ranch houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated vehicles. These boys learn real-life skills by repairing them and then reselling the vehicles. If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping this really great cause. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more.
11: They thank you. There's always excitement about lighting the first fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces, indoor or outdoor, in wall or standalone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, since 1975. Visit online at woodstoveflorida.com.
21: Gator fans gear up for game day every game this season. Show your Gator pride from a huge selection of shirts, jackets, backpacks, hats, and hundreds of other Gator gear products at the UF Bookstore on campus at the Wrights Union. And they have the largest selection of New Jordan Sideline apparel and Nike collections in school or out of school. The UF Bookstore is the place to gear up for game day. There's no better way to show your Gator pride than to wear the orange and blue to every game, indoors or outdoors. Get yours at the UF Bookstore. Go Gators!
5: October is National Pedestrian Safety Month, and a time to remind everyone that pedestrian safety is a shared responsibility. Pedestrians, walk on sidewalks, or if a sidewalk isn't available, walk facing traffic. Watch for cars exiting driveways or backing up in parking lots, and remain visible at all times. Motorists, failing to yield to pedestrians in crosswalks could result in a citation and points on your driver's license. Remember, pedestrian safety is a two-way street. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles.
25: How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community, one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Cash and Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit FFPlaw.com for a free consultation.
1: Next time you 're driving around town, check out the car in front of you or alongside of you there 's a really good chance that 's a Southeast car agency tag. Why? Because the cousin 's family has been selling vehicles here in North Central Florida for over forty successful years, and only one kind. The best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles, no new vehicles. Steve Russell here. I drive one myself, have for years. Check them out in person, Northeast 39th Avenue, or online, secars.com. Southeast Car Agency.
10: The event you've been waiting for, International Diamond Center's biggest and final storewide sale of the year, is next weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. Get extra savings storewide, guaranteed IDC lowest prices, plus 36 months zero-interest financing, and it's like Like double the selection with all of the industry's top designers flying in with their entire collections. Everything's on sale. Plus way more diamonds to choose from. Lowest prices before the holidays. Not this weekend. Next weekend. November 4th, 5th, and 6th at IDC at Celebration Point on approved credit.
21: The Bash is back at Depot Park. November 5th and 6th. A free music festival celebrating blues, Americana, and soul heritage. Featuring the legendary Mavis Staples. Drive-by truckers. Tributes to Tom Petty, Bo Diddley, and more than 20 other regional and local bands. Enjoy Enjoy the the best local local food, art, and craft vendors. A beer gun. and a kid's area. Serve your free ticket at TheBashGNV.com. And to
9: receive special perks,
21: access, and to support local charities. Upgrade your experience with a VIP VIP package. For tickets to The Bash Music Festival, November 5th and 6th at Depot Park.
0: Visit TheBashGNV.com. Coming up at four, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
2: Visor Rooftop at Spurrier's Gridiron Grills, the perfect place to keep the tailgating going during and after Gator games. That's Visor Rooftop, open until 1 a.m. every game day.
1: Welcome back to Sports Scene alongside the Gator QB Shane Matthews. I'm Steve Russell, 3928255. Uh, by the way, Jets running back Brees Hall, a torn ACL. He's done mm. for the season. Bring back Freeman McNeil. That's what I was told, and I guess it came true. Gosh. So...
2: And it, it's crazy how good you know because I where, where was he drafted, late right, first couple of rounds, I think third round,
1: second round I think or third round yeah.
2: But it just goes to show. I, I mean, think it was
1: the second round because I remember the Jets thinking they got a first round guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was like
2: the high highest graded running back I think coming out. Yeah,
1: too bad. Uh, Southern Cal. I don't know. What, I don't know who this is, but hello. <laughs>
16: hey,
2: it's Southern Cal
16: Jack. I've been oh, here off. Yeah. I see Jacksonville, so okay. (laughs) No, I've been here since 74. I've been following uh, Florida football a little bit, but I think you just do uh, Jacksonville, Gainesville, Athens. You know, round robin, problem solved. Next thing, you get uh, Kitna as quarterback with Anthony Richardson standing beside him. He can survey the field. He has problems apparently where to throw or run or whatever. He can, uh, survey the field a lot better, has more time, and Kitten can either toss it to him backwards and he can throw or hand it to him. He could throw or run, just a lot more options, and why limit your talent? You got all these good people back there, and, uh, put Spurrier on the sidelines, and Georgia won't know, know whether to, you know, whatever, or, you know, go blind. I mean, I think it'd be a great uh, thing to do. Use all your talent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Uh, we'll pass right, that along. Thank you. Yeah. We'll pass that um, along.
1: All right, Why don't we bring Shane back? He, he, could, yeah. he could stand back there, too. Use all the talent, right, Shane? That's right.
16: Okay. Uh, Ron, hello. Yeah. You got a question regarding Kyle Trent. Do mm-hmm. you think he'll ever play in the NFL or do you think he's done?
2: Well,. Look, I, I think, Kyle, I said it when he went to uh, the NFL. I think he's a guy to play 10 years in the league as a backup. What's interesting to me is he's never dressed out for an NFL game. Right. Um, they only dressed two quarterbacks uh, in Tampa, Blaine Gabbert and Brady. There's also another kid that's been on the practice squad with the Bucs for five, six, seven years, Ryan Griffin, I think his name. He's still there. Um, so I – Whether it's with the Bucks, he'll play somewhere else. He'll be on a roster somewhere else because he's smart, a good teammate, and can run an offense if needed.
1: Well, here's my two cents with that, Ron. If if when Brady retires, okay, I guess he'll retire someday, okay. If he does not become the starter, then you've wasted. A second round draft pick,
2: but I don't think he will because they would have been dressing him if that yeah, was the and case.
1: That's the, exactly my point. Then you wasted because he was the wasn't he like the second player in the second round of the first player in the second round taken? So he was almost a first round guy. So if you do that, to me, you wasted a pick.
16: Okay. Second question: What about Pitts, Kyle Pitts, this year? What's happened to him?
2: Well, he's playing. Um, I don't know his stats. I don't watch the Falcons. So, um, do you do you know his stats or? What's well, going
1: I th- you have Marcus Mariota versus Matt Ryan, and Matt Ryan had been with even though he's struggling with Indy, he last year I think was very good for Atlanta, uh, but they're rebuilding, and I think it's a difference in philosophy and a difference in the court. Mariota's never been a great thrower, but now do I know their system enough, Ron, to say? You know, they're not he's not getting open and not throwing the ball. I, I don't know, but I do think that the change in quarterback is one factor. Okay. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Let's bring Jake in. Hi, Jake.
15: Hey, uh, guys, thank you. Hey Shane, I got a question for you. I don't think I could ask anybody more knowledgeable than you. You think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL?
2: Ooh. Oh man. Between him and Josh Allen, he
15: lights. It. it looks like he lights it up every time. He does. Allen's he, awful good, but Mahomes is just every game he seems to light it up. Yeah, well they it's both never inconsistent.
2: I don't think either one of them. I think I, I I it'd be tough to pick between those two if I was starting a franchise. I think they're both phenomenal.
15: Yeah, well watching them compete against each other was pretty phenomenal. You know, they it's like two great boxes going toe to toe. And
1: you're probably going to see but, it again. Yep.
15: Yeah, I think they'll play again, for sure. Um, I'm really skeptical about our chances of winning this game Saturday, as many people are. I think it, it, this may sound crazy, but I think, it, to me, Kirby Sparks going to be kind of like Steve Spurrier was. And that's, uh you know, you keep your foot on the accelerator all the way and you don't quit, period. Because I know Kirby Sparks, I think he played – what, like 95 to 98 or something for Georgia, and he went through probably some bad years of losing a bunch of games to us, and I just think he's going to try to really pour it on. What do you think about that?
2: Possibly. I mean, I I think Kirby's main objective is just win the game. Uh, He's played in this rivalry. He knows Florida's down right now, but he also knows that if they go in there with the wrong mindset and take the Gators really lightly and have silly turnovers and keep them hanging around. Crazy things can happen, you know. But I, I don't think Kirby's going to try to run the score up if that's what you're saying.
15: And and here's the other. Yeah, thing. I thought, yeah. I, I kind of do. So I think he's going to make it rough
2: on us. Oh, I don't. I think
15: he really.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think that's that's the way he is. And I think he and Good. Napier are you know get along well. He's not going to run up the score to run up the score. I don't because again he's got a history. You got to play that team again if you do that
15: true, but okay. That's right. just my take on it. He's yep. definitely going to keep his foot down. Thank All you. Alright, Jake,
1: thank you. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Chittler, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM,
6: Okito America's new location on Newberry Road is now open. Okito America is the finest family fitness and child development center in the area. The school year is back and no one does after school like Oquito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for all ages. 6900 Southwest Archer Road. And now at 7420 West Newberry Road. Hurry, sign up at OkitoAmerica.com today before classes fill up.
12: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry.
8: I would say that not only because they're absolutely the best, that they do pay attention and listen to each different patient and what their needs are, what their fears are, how they can help them through the, the different processes that you need to go through to have healthy teeth and that's what's really important to me. It's the difference between night and day just having the absolute best and know that that's what I have and um, I'm healthy and I know that that's what I'm going to be for the rest of my life because this is my team for the rest of my life. It's terrific.
6: This is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com.
20: It's everybody's favorite time of year, Gator football season. And where do Gator fans gather before, during, and after Gator football games? Easy. The Social at Midtown. The Social at Midtown is Gainesville's favorite restaurant and rooftop bar and is located right across from Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stop in before the game for a few drinks and a bite to eat, and then walk to the stadium. After the game, stroll directly across University Avenue and party all night long. And if you don't have tickets to the game, The Social has 60 huge flat screen TVs, so you won't miss one second of the action. You'll even be able to hear the roar of the crowd from The Social's rooftop bar. But you don't need to wait for a Gator game to head to The Social. They open for lunch at 11 o'clock every day of the week. Follow them on social media or check out thesocialgnv.com for daily specials, including their famous all-day happy hour every Sunday. It's time to get social at The Social at Midtown.
25: Sports is about overcoming obstacles. This is Ernie Johnson, Jr., and those are the stories I love to tell in the broadcast booth. But the courage of college athletes is more than matched by another group of young men. The Boys Fighting Duchenne Muscular Dystrophy. It's the most prolific genetic killer diagnosed in childhood. And there's no cure. But college football coaches are doing something about it. And you can help. It's called coach to Cure MD. Text the word CURE to 501501 501 to donate $25 on your next mobile phone bill. Or go online at Coach2CureMD.org. Text the word cure 501 501 today help college football coaches cure md you'll be proud you did
21: brought to you by the american football coaches association
1: gator fans and students want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives arthrex is hiring they develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries and get people back in the game If you're looking to make a difference, have manufacturing skills including machining, logistics, or assembly, join a global company that's been named one of the best workplaces in manufacturing and production in the country. Steve Russell will tell you Arthrex is hiring at their manufacturing facilities in Florida, South Carolina, and California. Check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com, careers.arthrex.com.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
12: A sunny and dry pattern is setting up for much of this week, with dry conditions expected to lead to warming temperatures as well this afternoon. Highs, in fact, climb into the middle 80s. That's a couple of degrees above average and certainly warmer than much of what we saw last week. Lows tonight fall into the mid and upper 50s, with patchy fog possible, especially after midnight. Just like this morning, could be some dense fog type tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, our meteorologist, Justin Ballard.
9: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Green Bay is in trouble right now. I still think that they're going to meet
18: that 5, 6, 7 seed. They'll still find themselves in the playoffs. But they've got to get this
19: thing turned. They lost to the Commanders. When does an elite quarterback in a three-week period lose to the Giants, the Jets, and the Commanders? I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, those type of names. I don't don't see them having three-game skids like this. Key,
0: Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Inside the Huddle with Steve Spurrier, Shane Matthews, and Steve Russell Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. right here on WRUF.
7: This is Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 a.m. WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
2: If your business struggles to keep employees, give staff link a call at 877-899-LINK and ask for Heather. No business is too small.
1: Welcome back to Sports in our final half hour. We'll start it with a call from Andrew. Andrew, hello.
26: Yeah, I'm wondering, do you think we'll move on from Sony to offseason and, and hire him? Uh, do you think they regret um, getting Sunbelt coaches in here?
1: I, I, your phone broke up, so repeat what you asked, please.
26: yeah, I'm wondering if maybe Napier regrets uh bringing over his uh sunbelt coaches, specifically Tony, do you think he might be gone in the off season no, no for real
1: for real okay
2: I, I'm glad I don't work for you
26: <laughs> why <laughs> well
1: <laughs> First of all,
2: well first of all ask you did you watch our defense last year? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. What's the common denominator?
26: Uh players. Bingo. Well we do have some NFL talent.
1: Who? Well they had NFL talent last year. <laughs> See that this is what the, the point I make, and nobody seems to want to listen, that if If fans were upset at Todd Grantham because all of a sudden he couldn't coach and he blitzed all the time and whatever, right, and you wanted him gone, so he's gone, and now you have a guy that doesn't blitz a lot, okay, but the issues are still the same, well, then I, I asked a different way, but I'll ask the way Shane asked it. What's the common denominator?
26: Um. Yeah, the players aren't that good, but still, we are an SEC team.
1: So it's Vanderbilt.
2: What does that mean?
26: I don't know. We've it's only like, won. We've <laughs> only won
2: one more game than Van, or three more games than Vanderbilt in the last sixteen SEC games. So it's where the program is. It is what it is, and they're heading in the right direction with recruiting, and it's just going to take you time.
26: Think it, you think he'll turn it around?
2: I I, th- I do. I mean, look. There's 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 a lot of problems, and it ain't it ain't gonna happen overnight. But everybody tells us we have NFL talent. We we lost that card to the NFL. What do you go in the fourth round, something like that, off last year's team, and Kyrie, Elam, who's a first rounder. Okay, I don't know who on this team will be a third or four, and be drafted in the th- first three or four rounds. Yeah. Who? Do yeah. you
26: think he just has? Do you think he has the wrong pieces
2: then? Like, we we no, have what we have. What? I mean, it's not like yeah. you can pick them up during the, off the street and play right now. Andrew, thank, thank you for your call. Let's get uh,
1: Daniel. In the Misery Loves Company category, who <laughs> do you think is winning the misery index among Florida, Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Missouri, and Miami? Put in that perspective, Florida's doing pretty well with a first-year coach versus A&M in Missouri and a mixed bag of recruits versus Oklahoma. Despite the inconsistent performance at times, the teams played hard, eliminated turnovers, and sloppy play penalties has been in every game, unlike Miami. On a side note, shout out to Gator Gymnastics, three of the five representing the U.S. in the World Championships are current and future Gators. future is bright there. Oh, yeah. The future, I mean, the now is bright. But yes, the future is bright, too. And I think the point he makes about, you know, A&M and, you're talking... Now, Oklahoma has a first-year coach, too. Mm-hmm. Miami has a first-year coach. Missouri doesn't, and A&M doesn't. So, What's, do you Missouri, think, what's Missouri's record? Is not like, like ours? 500, yeah. you know, in there. Yeah. Uh, and barely beat Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Beat them 17-14. Yeah, they were up like 17 nothing. They didn't score in the second half, I don't think. Yeah. Or they scored three points. Um, all right, let's get to uh, Roger. How would you rate our receivers? Um I suppose Whittemore will play based on the situation. What was that? How would you rate our receivers? I suppose
2: Whittemore plays will be based on situation. Trent hadn't played much at all this year. Um, they only play about three or four receivers. We're in, tight in two tight end sets quite a bit. Uh, I mean, I haven't been disappointed with our. We haven't dropped balls. You know, a lot of times people want to complain with guys dropping balls. I don't think we've dropped hardly any. Um, we are who we are at that position. Roger says, uh,
1: as far as the Yankees, maybe next year it'll be a very different team. Uh, was hoping they would make it uh, for Bader, who had a terrific postseason, by the way. Um, well, look, Aaron Judge is going to be the the focal point of their off season, but Anthony Rizzo can opt out. Uh, they've got some some pitchers that, like Chapman, quit on the team. They spent a lot of money on some pitchers that didn't do any good, so they've got a chance to recoup. Some some dead money, if you want to call it that, from some players that didn't, that didn't perform. What,
2: what's amazing to me is, was it they have not made the World Series in the last fourteen years, with all the money they spend? Yeah, I kind of like that.
1: Yeah, I know you do. Uh, okay, let's see here. Bradley, should we use two quarterbacks against Georgia? So they yes, have a good three.
2: <laughs> Wishbone.
1: Wishbone. Uh, yeah, he said. Uh, since Richardson's
2: scared to throw the ball down the field. No, he's, he's not. He's not scared to throw it down the field. He's, he throws it down field. He's fine. That's the only time I'm I, I that's one time I feel comfortable is when he throws it deep. It's the underneath stuff that scares me. Let's get uh, Rick. Rick, hello.
17: Hey, Steve and, and uh, uh, Shane, how y'all doing today? Good. Listen, I want I to comment on that common denominator of what we don't have among many things. We know talent's a big part of the problem, but – We don't have any pass rush to speak of. Occasionally we get it from the edge, but the linebackers are just not getting to the quarterback. I wanted to know, first question is, outside of the portal, do we have any real path right now to getting some decent linebackers on the team?
2: Oh, are there any linebackers in the uh, draft class or the uh, commitment class? I have not looked. I know there's a lot of D linemen and wide receivers, but from a linebacker standpoint, I am not sure on that. Steve, I you're think, good. is looking well, it up. But let me back
1: up. If you're asking your linebackers to get to the quarterback... We're blitzing.
2: You're blitzing. You've got to get pressure from the front. That is where... That's We, we have nobody that can... I mean, Brenton Cotts can rush the passer, but does he stay in his lanes and he just doesn't get home? Nobody else can rush the passer. Um, Dexter can't rush the passer. Obviously, Watson can't rush the passer. Princely Boone, they they've flashed here and there, but we you're right. We we don't have anybody that can get to the passer.
17: Okay, that's that's the first part. And the second part is. And well, let me just tell you, there are
2: defensive linemen
1: galore in the 2023 class. Have we got them? Yes, I mean they're committed. Committed. But
17: Yeah, I've seen a lot of numbers. I just wonder if they're – are they going to be – are they that good? That, I guess, is part of it. Are they that good? You know, there's times when you get great defensive linemen across the board and you come up with a great class and you wind up with a great team. Are they that kind of caliber?
2: Well, they're highly rated now. We don't know if they're going to – because there's some highly rated ones on our roster right now that aren't performing to those stars. I <clears throat> I personally hope we get some kids out of the portal. That we've watched on Saturdays, like a John Grenard who played at Louisville a couple of years ago, tremendous pass rusher that helped us. We need to go find some of those guys where they play at Louisville. I don't care if they play at Louisiana, App State. I mean, these places have guys that can rush the passer. And here's the other thing too,
1: Rick, I think. If you have – I think certain positions are easier for somebody to make an impact early. And I think defensive lineman is one of those that's tougher. You just have to learn a lot of different things. Now, Florida's got, I think, I counted five defensive linemen in the in the 2023 class who are four-star kids. Well, that's, I mean, pretty that's, that's pretty good, right? But do we know will they will they have a, uh, an impact right away? Just don't know that.
17: Right. Okay. The second part of the question is is uh, <laughs> I keep hearing the. Uh, uh, go deep, Shane. On your play-by-play on Saturdays, uh, you say, you know, mm-hmm. hit it deep. You want it on the first down. I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. The liability is there every time that ball goes deep. I keep saying, put Kitten in the second quarter before the game's determined either way, and let's see what he can do, you know, in a real in a real game. Instead of uh, instead of Richardson, instead of throwing the shots as you call it, he throws sharts, if you know what I mean.
2: Well, the shots, it's not it, it's usually after a change of possession, like. For example, um, you get a punt return like we did against, I think it was Missouri, for about 30 yards. You're, you got the ball on the plus 35, 38-yard line. That's a, that's a big change of possession in the course of the game. That's when I like to take a shot. Not like if you're backed up on your own 10-yard line on first down. It depends on the situation in the game, uh, and a lot of it has to do with momentum as well.
17: Right. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Okay, Rick, yeah, thank please. you.
2: 144, time check
1: brought to you by Hayes. Chirley. Final segment, stay with us. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
23: Good afternoon, I'm Scarlett Cooney. Gator football will take on Texas A&M this Saturday. Kickoff against the Aggies was announced today for 12 p.m. And the NFL Week 7 comes to a close tonight as the Patriots host the Bears. Coverage begins right here at 8. A big upset in the NFL yesterday, the Bucks fell to the Panthers 21 to 3. Tampa Bay failed to score a single touchdown against a banged up Carolina defense. At the college level, Gator Soccer suffered a road loss to Alabama 2-0 yesterday. They'll take on the 8-5 five, and 5 Aggies on Thursday. A host of high school volleyball playoff matches will take, play this, take place this week. Three matches are set for tomorrow, including Oak Hall hosting St. John Paul II in the regional quarterfinal. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Scarla Cooney.
0: ESPN 98 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
10: There's so much to love about our community the small town values, the familiar faces, and somewhere near the top of the list high school football. That's why Radiant Credit Union is here to celebrate all this community has to offer, both on and off the field. While others may come and go, Radiant Credit Union is here for you, here for the community, and here for good. Proudly serving our members for over 65 years. Stop by any of our nearby locations or visit RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA.
12: Here's another remarkable success story from QC Kinetics. This one from Chad, who hurt his knee at the gym one day, and it just kept on hurting for
20: months. From my high school football and wrestling days, I already had a little bit of damage in there, but this just sent it over the
12: edge. Chad tried traditional treatments with no improvement when he turned to the non-surgical regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. It
20: was really fascinating how they did their work, and the science behind it was very intriguing, and it works. Extracting the cure out of my own body blew my mind. It's like I'm brand new again. It was Fantastic.
12: That's because the QC Kinetics Natural Biologic Treatments use your body's own healing power to restore damaged tissue in your hips, shoulders, back, and knees, providing long-lasting relief.
20: Now I'm back at the gym. I'm 100%
12: feeling great. If you're tired of suffering with pain from arthritis or injury, call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation.
9: Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. There's always excitement about lighting the first
11: fire of the season. It brings family together, provides comfort, warmth, and a gathering atmosphere. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center in Gainesville on Main Street is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric fireplaces. Indoor or outdoor, in-wall or stand-alone, plus decorative screens, tool sets, and more. Visit our showroom today and capture the warmth of the season the wood stove and fireplace center since 1975 visit online at woodstoveflorida.com if you're a diabetic we have
20: great news you can end the painful finger sticks with a new cgm plus they may be covered by medicare medicaid or private insurance if you test
22: and inject daily you may qualify Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.
21: Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally-installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net.
5: The cooler weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale, where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the cool fall air. It's hunting season. So save on the off-road vehicle you need. And for bass fishermen, The fall spawn is happening right now. And those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Enjoy free extended factory warranties on select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now's the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the end-of-season inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at polarisofgainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest and rates determined by lender with approved credit.
0: The Mary Wise Show, Monday evenings at 7, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF
9: radio app. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and everywhere in the world. On the WRUF radio app.
2: Hey folks, you need to go try the Head Beer Coach 1966 American Lager, the new brew from the HBC, the HBC himself. Available in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, Spurs Gridiron Grill, Visors Rooftop, first magnitude. Brewed by Gators, full Gators.
1: Last 10 minutes of the show. Still time for a couple of calls. Your emails, 392 8255. You can, email, you can uh, also email us here, srussell at wruf.com. Don't forget, tomorrow, 11 a.m., inside the huddle, Shane, are back along with Steve Spurrier, and then uh, we'll do a Tuesday edition of the show here tomorrow and get you ready for Florida-Georgia in Jacksonville. Of course, it is a CBS game, and as, of course, you just heard, Florida-Texas A&M will be an 11 am Oh, that's right. I forgot it's email. Yeah. yeah. So Is it on ESPN? Uh, I did not s- check that, to be honest, so I'll have to look. Um, but I mean, with a noon game, it's got to be. Yeah. Or the SEC Network, one of the two. Um, by the way, uh, Gator Baseball uh, is going to be playing uh, against Georgia, as they do, in a scrimmage as part of uh, Florida-Georgia. That's going to be Friday at 6.30. And then the Gators will have some scrimmages this week. And then uh, Florida will have a home exhibition game against Stetson uh, on November the 6th. Just to throw that in there. All right, let's take a look at this, Shane. I do think there is. uh, What's the word I want to use? Um, Fans are resigned to the fact that Florida is a 20-plus point underdog at this point. And I don't think a lot of people realistically expect Florida to win this game. So. That means then Florida could be what, four and four, Mm -hmm. going to the final four, which is A&M,
2: Missouri. No. I already played those jokers. I'm
1: not not Missouri. Um, A&M, South Carolina. Carolina. Vandy. Vandy. and, And the Semis. So could you go eight and four there?
2: That would be wonderful.
1: I mean, is that, I guess
2: what I'm asking is, I don't think that's out of the realm no. of possibility, do you? No, they're all coin flip games. I mean, you could win them all, you could lose every one of them, too.
1: Yeah. And once again,
2: where's Florida
1: State in terms of what they're going to be at the end of the year? And Carolina, if Shane Beamer's done a really nice job reviving that program. I have a hard time
2: thinking they're one of the 25 best teams in the country. They're not, Steve. It's what I'm telling you. When you look at the top 20, there's five or six teams that are legit football teams. Everybody else is the same. You know, it's like I talked about Ole Miss. Kentucky was never a top-ten team. Ole Miss definitely wasn't. And I think three of the wins uh, that South Carolina has, they beat Georgia State, they beat South Carolina State, and then like some other cupcake, three of their five wins. They should not be in the top 25. No.
1: Give them credit yeah. for being where they are. But that's one of those
2: games, if you're Florida, you got to win. It's here. Yes. And the way – boy, I tell you, watching that game and calling the game last year up there, i never seen a team just say, you know what, we're going to line up and we're going to run it right down your throat. And what makes you think they won't do that again. Right. Well, hopefully we'll play with a little more – care about the game because we had no care about what was going to happen in that game. Let's
1: take a look at some other things here as we close out. We'll do more of this tomorrow on Inside the Huddle. Uh, uh, Some teams have buys this week. Um, Ole Miss, I think, got exposed uh, by LSU a bit. The team that I can't figure out is Mississippi State.
2: Yeah, I can't either. Um, you know, and they move the ball pretty well for the most part against Alabama, but I don't know if you saw Leach's presser. He just says that his team is scared of the other team that has the Alabama written on their jersey. Yeah. Well, Coach, they don't have Alabama on their jersey. They have that A. But um, they're a good team, but it's just like they have that one, two, maybe three games a year that they just are flat. Um, well,
1: and, and look – Some of the things that Leach does, too.
2: Oh, he's there. They do a bunch of wacky stuff. Is
1: just, I don't understand. Um, By the way, did you see, um, this is where we are in college football. Steve Sarkeesian apparently missed the eyes of Texas when they played that. And uh, they lost. you talking about after the game? Yeah. Yeah. before leaving the field, much like Florida's supposed to, right? right? Well, uh, he said, "I owe an apology to Longhorn Nation. I made a mistake at the end of the game, not singing the eyes of Texas when the game was done. It wasn't intentional." Um. So
2: yeah, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't think it was intentional because uh, they had that game won. It seemed like I was watching it off and on, and he probably just had stuff going through his head. How do we just lose this game?
1: Yeah, and then did you see? Franklin and Harbaugh.
2: Oh, I did not see Oh,
1: that. big dust-up they had. And um, is it was it the half, and it was in the tunnel. But that were, was
2: two weeks ago, though, wasn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, October 15th, yes. Yeah. Um, well, they're still
2: talking about that. Mm. Okay. Um, well, I've never understood whoever constructed that the big house. Why the hell they put both teams running out of the same tunnel? <laughs> Makes no, and, they, and they run out on the 50-yard line. That tunnel. Yeah. Um, but it's it's amazing to me that two weeks later, yeah. you're still
1: harping on that. Finally, we'll get more to this tomorrow, too. If you look at the national scope of things, Ohio, I can't think of the guy's name for Ohio State. They
2: had a receiver that was supposed to be all everything, and he really hasn't done much. Magickta Smith, or I can't pronounce his name, something like that.
1: Even without him, I don't know who stops
2: them. Boy, they... they and they can throw the football, and they got dudes on the outside. They got really good running backs, you know. But everybody's like, "Why would you draft a Ohio State quarterback?" Because every one of them kind of been a bust. I get it, but I feel like C.J. Stroud's the best thrower I've seen come out of there in a long time. But yeah, they're they're going well. Michigan's going to be undefeated. I think the Big Ten's going to have to get to what the is going to do when uh, OU and Texas come in. Steve, where there are no divisions. The top two teams go to Atlanta. Because think about the that that other side of the Big Ten, is so bad, and yeah. you know it's it's a shame that Ohio State or Michigan are going to be left out.
1: How about Sonny Dykes?
2: Seven yeah. and TCU. Yeah, and they were down big.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you, when, when when people say a coach can't make a difference,
2: and is guess what Steve. His quarterbacks playing outstanding football. Yeah, and I know. I always go back to that, but it's true. Well, if you look at now, Michigan's the exception. But you okay? So so I saw a stat. Their quarterback JJ McCarthy. He's only thrown thirty three incompletions in seven games. Think about that. Yeah. Now, now I mean he's still thrown for like seventeen or eighteen hundred yards, but thir- only thirty three incompletions the entire year. That's crazy. It is crazy. He's not dynamic, certainly, right.
1: but he takes care of the football and he complements Michigan's running game, which mm-hmm. has kind of always been good and then the team that is the outlier here is Clemson, because they've had trouble at the quarterback position, and yet they're eight 0
2: yeah they uh they've won how many almost forty in a row at home now, I think you know, and, and they I had so many people on my show, but I don't think people realize. Clemson storms the field after every win. It's a thing they do in Clemson for some reason. I think some field stormings are bigger than others, but they stormed the field against Syracuse, and people give them a hard time. But that's just something they do every week.
1: Well, that's it for us. We do this every week, and that's our Monday show for today. Don't forget, tomorrow, Inside the Huddle at 11, we'll do sports scene at 12. Thanks to Elliot and Seth for producing today. We thank you for listening. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. You're listening to ESPN. 98.1 98.1 FM at 50 a.m. WYWF, I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Monday.
0: C.G. Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending, now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
8: Good afternoon, I am Cherry Chick. The FHSAA Girls Volleyball State Championships will begin this week. In District 2A, St. John Paul's Second Catholic School will face Oak Hall School tomorrow at 6pm. Florida Men's Tennis go into Day 5 of the ITA Southeast Regionals in Tallahassee, Florida. Senior Lucas Grieve won five straight matches and took down Franco Auburn from Miami in straight sets to become the Constellation Champion today. For Gators football, the kickoff time against Texas A&M has been set. The game will begin at 12 p.m. on November 5th. Week 7 of Monday Night Football continues tonight as the Chicago Bears face the New England Patriots. Coverage of the game begins right here at 8 p.m. That's your Gainesville Center. I am Cherry Chips.
0: ESPN one FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
13: That if it were a stock I'm buying right now, And here is the curveball. It's a very imperfect team with a perfect record. Did you watch Clemson hosting Syracuse on Saturday? And I was thoroughly uh, just entertained because I'm not a Syracuse or a Clemson fan. But I was thoroughly entertained by a game, and I saw a lot of Sunday guys. A lot more of them were, were from the home team. But I saw a lot of Sunday guys, including more at Syracuse than maybe you think. Uh, one thing I was never able to recognize, I don't know, whoever watched, the- if you were watching something else, maybe you're a graduate or a fan of whoever, I get it. This was undefeated versus undefeated, and i am I was in, and I thought Syracuse had a shot at it. They did because of issues that Clemson presented, but that's part of what I'm saying. Clemson, the very imperfect team with the perfect record that I am all about. This past Saturday, I think it crystallized because you know what didn't happen during that game? What didn't happen is most of you didn't watch. Now, some of you did, and you're raising your hand going, oh, my gosh, I didn't plan on watching, but or you gambled or, I don't know, Daily Fantasy or whatever. But what didn't happen with Clemson and Syracuse is for most of us, we didn't watch. Just like for most of us, we didn't watch Clemson and Florida State, and we really didn't watch Clemson and B.C. Might have watched Clemson and NC State, and if you listen to this program, you certainly did. Wasn't that Clemson-Wake Forest, was that a noon kick as well? How? I was like, folks, it's number one all day. Please watch it. And it went to uh, – that was an overtime game. What, what overtime? I think mean, it was overtime. But – the numbers, I, I don't know, the noon ACC kick usually doesn't bring them in. Do you know when we mostly watched, we watched Clemson play Georgia Tech in the opener, and we decided, okay, that's what it is. They beat Georgia Tech just a few weeks before Georgia Tech fired its head coach. Clemson won in the opener 41-10. to 10. And because the schedule after that first was Furman and Louisiana Tech, and then all those games against quality opponents, I think, and entertaining setups for most of those games that I've had a blast watching Clemson. And I commented, I don't know when it was, maybe a month ago. I said, Will Shipley, I don't know, pound for pound. That's a phrase that we use in sports talks. Pound for pound, he may be the strongest kid in the conference. Holy smokes, what his leg press must be. But all of that was just general reflections as I also talked about how wildly imperfect Clemson is and the fact that I just do not buy them at the level where the standards in Clemson have been. They lost three games last year. Are they better this year? I think they are. Are they as good as Clemson in national championship seasons? My opinion is they're not even close. Now... This is why I'm really high on Clemson the rest of the way. There's a I said a reason I really like an imperfect team right now is because they don't have to be Clemson National Championship great on today's October 24th. They can get there and have the opportunity to show whether they've evolved to that level by continuing to be Clemson. Ain't nothing easy about it. They get a bye week. You talk about coming at a great time. They get a bye week. Now, oh, no, you want to get back out there and let DJU. DJU is going to be the quarterback. Klubnik the other day, if I have my numbers right, and I could have pulled up the box score, but if I'm remembering correctly, did he complete four passes? Or did did he attempt four passes? Klubnik did not come in. This is not one of those stories where you say, and he came off the bench just firing away. He was two for four for 19 yards. Cade Klubnick was two for four for 19 yards. I am all ears about how Cade Klubnick was the spark. Now, he executed. He didn't turn it over. He was two for four for 19 yards, folks. Wasn't it Chase Bryce that came off the bench and led him to the victory over Syracuse? Okay, Chase Bryce made a play. Wow, he wasn't perfect. He made a play. K. Klubnick, I don't know. Maybe it was just the presence of somebody else. Maybe it was whatever it was. But Dabo has said, no, DJs are a quarterback. And that is the right call. And DJ was really not good the other day. But DJ had been scintillating up to that point. So that's part of it. This is a I say this is a very imperfect team. I'm going to tell you what's ahead. And the ability – what I say there's a reason I really like Clemson going forward. And here, here are the four reasons. Their next four games at Notre Dame, home, Louisville, Miami, South Carolina. Chuck, uh, why are those four reasons you like Clemson? I think they win all four. Those are four tough opponents for their individual different reasons. I think Clemson wins all four. And they will be so much better for it. This is a, the potential exists for Clemson to be a tough, steeled team by the time they get to Charlotte. And let's be honest, the Coastal, it's the worst, it's as bad as the Coastal's ever been, in my opinion. I think it's as bad as the Coastal has ever been, and the Coastal has been horrid sometimes. So Clemson will get a championship Saturday date in Charlotte that it looks like a really winnable setup for them. I think Clemson is going to be a tough and steeled team by the time we get to Sunday morning and those bids start going out. And they'll get one of them. And they could be a team that has grown, evolved, rounded, etc. Cha- they're not close to a championship program right now, or excuse me, team right now. And, and, and this is the part that I want to talk about. I wanted to tell you how I think it ends. I think Clemson, maybe they're the four seed. Well, you weren't impressive and look at the ACC, they're terrible. Uh, four seed. Well, that's not a four seed. The reason that Clemson may just be 10 pounds in a five-pound sack at that point, like way more than you want to handle, the reason may be because the talent on the roster, folks, It's not what it was, but the team can be better. It used to be individual parts, and they could just bludgeon you. That's not what this roster is. This is the kind of – it has been for most other Dabo additions at Clemson, just an ungodly amount, the sheer volume of all ACC players and all Americans and first-round draft picks. uh, That's how they go out and win a lot. This, there hasn't been – when you have three first-round picks on the defensive line, you know what you don't need? November to round into shape and get cohesiveness as a team. You know what I need in November? I need those three first-round picks to win their individual. But, oh, look, they do it every single Saturday. We win. This is one of the first Clemson teams I look at and go, they may round into being a great team. Because the talent level, it's not there. Now, where is the talent level? Better than everybody else in the ACC and better than a whole lot of folks in the SEC and every a lot of other teams nationwide. This team right now, when I say they're imperfect, I am going to talk for the next minute and a half about Clemson versus Clemson. And when you talk about players like Deshaun, oh, Taj Boyd, for gosh sakes. Trevor. They're nowhere close at quarterback right now. They are nowhere. How can you say that? Anything about DJU as good as, and I said he'd been scintillating. I think it was 10 touchdowns and a pick. I think that was the number going into Saturday, and then Saturday was bad. When he's 10 touchdowns and a pick, and look, he's so much thinner, and wow, thumbs up, comeback player of the year. Even at that height, the zenith, his best Saturday moment this entire season, was there anything about him that looked like the first overall draft pick? Because that's what Trevor Lawrence was. And before Deshaun couldn't help himself, uh, Deshaun looked like the next the thing, the thing in the NFL. And Cleveland didn't even care about the other stuff. They're like, yeah, here's a guaranteed contract for $240 million. And here's all our picks, Houston. That's how great De- is there anything about that? Even DJU at his best, you were going, Oh my gosh, Deshaun Who? They're nowhere close to what they have been at Clemson for Wake, NC State, Louisville, different conversations. This is Clemson standards versus Clemson. Offensive line, it's not what it has been at times. Here's the kicker, wide receiver. It looks right in a lot of places. And at Clemson, what does looks right mean? 6'3", 215? It looks right in a lot of different places. Why is Antonio Williams their best receiver? I mentioned that before the game the other day. How can that kid, and you can be 5'11 and whatever, and you can outwork everybody and be a great receiver in your own right. Not everybody at Clemson who's gone to the league has been 6'3", 2'15". They got a lot of guys that are 6'3", 2'15". And this freshman is your best receiver, and you got him returning punts. Folks, I got news for you. Also, the secondary, grading it against Clemson, There are a lot of very stark differences, and the only reason I can talk this way is because the standard at Clemson is the same conversation we've had about Alabama, and Clemson is still undefeated. So when I talk about what Clemson can round into, everything I'm saying now, this is all fixable, especially when you look at the approaching schedule for the Tigers. And what they could potentially turn into. So, when you talk about hard facts for a fan base, that was last year for Clemson. When you talk about the car crash season, that was the three losses. Well, what about last year? They could have rounded in. They already had too many losses. In fact, I think Clemson did round into whatever they were going to be. They beat Wake Forest at the end of the season, beat South Carolina, went to, got to 10 wins. I think this thing happened some last year, but they had already suffered losses. Weren't they 4-3? and three? They were 4-3 and three last year. All right, well, I'll start rounding into shape. Uh, okay, that's great. A little late for it to equal something of substance this year. Not at all. Imperfect team? Absolutely. With a perfect record still.
10: Meet Harper, teammate at Truist. Hello. She was born to care and always had your back. Like the time her friend's bumper car took a gnarly hit. Oh, no. His retainer went flying, but Harper caught it before it got crushed. Today, Harper's a teammate at Truist. The bank with Truist One checking. With no overdraft fees, $100 negative balance buffer, and automatic upgrades, Truist One Checking has your back, too. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. $100 negative balance buffer. Eligibility requirements apply. Truest Bank Member, FDIC.
2: We tried Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, and after a couple of weeks, we noticed a big difference. Our little Gizmo's coat was shinier, and there was a lot less scratching and shedding.
8: My
19: dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite in her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell.
22: Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynovite. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here. To Use Viagra if we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800 823 3851. 800 823 3851. 800 823 3851. That's 800 823 3851.